Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside my co-host, Trey Lyle, and we are so excited for today's episode because we have been waiting for this day for months, ever since the final out of the 2020 World Series last October. We have been waiting for this day, marking it down on our calendars, counting down the days, the minutes, the hours, the seconds, and we are here. It is opening day of the 2021 Major League Baseball season. Every team has a clean slate. We have 162 games to go until we get to the end of the season and see who reigns supreme atop Major League Baseball in 2021. I am very excited. I know you're excited. I know Trey is excited as we break down our American League predictions and give you our World Series picks for the 2021 season. Trey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt. Obviously, opening day is finally here. It feels feels good to uh, you know get a normal 162-game season, knock on wood, that it happens. As we're back to some normalcy as this, you know, uh, year plus of COVID has been a part of it. And uh, it's always fun to talk, you know, prediction time and get ready for a season where every team now feels like they have a chance to win where, you know, honestly, it's probably like three or four teams, but every team has the sense they can win it all. So it's always exciting. And Matt, how are you, my man? I'm very good. I, I'm just so excited to watch all the baseball today, see all the games that are going down. Of course, the Atlanta Braves are not on one of the national broadcasts on ESPN, so I'll probably have to find some kind of illegal stream to watch my Braves today. Your Yankees are on ESPN. They're the first game at 1 o'clock, taking on the Blue Jays. Should be a good matchup because those are, those are the two teams that have a shot at winning the AL East this year, so it should be a good matchup in the first game of the season. But I'm just very excited to spend all day watching baseball, drinking Budweiser and eating hot dogs because that is what I will be eating and drinking today. We ran a poll on Twitter this past week asking you what you were drinking and eating this opening day and a little bit of surprising results. You know, Budweiser is the official beer of Major League Baseball, in my opinion, of the the big brand American beers. It's the best one. But Miller Lite won the poll with 35% of the vote. Budweiser actually came in last with 11%. I was a little surprised. Interesting, interesting choices there. I will not be consuming alcohol during a majority of opening day due to the fact of I will be at my job. So, unfortunately, will not be able to consume an alcoholic beverage. And uh, obviously, uh, you also put what they're eating, and it went to two places, hot dogs or others. I, I thought wings would get a little bit more consideration. You also had nachos on there, uh, so maybe a hamburger, cheeseburger kind of feel for our our audience. That's the only thing I could think of that would probably be a majority of the other. Yeah, probably, probably uh, some of those options. I was surprised also that wings and nachos did not get any votes in that poll. Hot dogs won with 60% and then 40% going to other. Got a couple of responses on the drinking question. Also, the guys from the Fair It's Gone podcast said all of the above, and the, the four options were Miller Lite, Bourbon, Coors Light, and Budweiser listed in the order of the votes they received. So the Fair It's Gone podcast said all of the above. 
Joshua Carter at Joshua C3VT said Old Busthead Vixen. That's a, a very good Irish red ale from Old Busthead up in Fauquier County, a good local brewery. And at Jamie Clay's said Corona, naturally. So another good option. Uh, so lots of good options for alcohol and food on this wonderful day, opening day of the 2021 MLB season. Last week, we gave you our National League predictions, picked our division winners. Today, we're going to go over our American League predictions. It should be a very competitive season on the American League side. Lots of teams that have a shot to win their divisions, to clinch a wildcard spot, and to make the playoffs. But who will actually do it, Trey? Who is going to be those three division winners and the two wildcard teams in 2021 from the American League? Yeah, I think it's going to be a very competitive division as we go, you know, division by division. I think, obviously, uh, starting with the American League East, we will start there as well. You know, maybe the most acclaimed division with the heavy favorite, the New York Yankees, coming in. On the betting odds at minus 200, Blue Jays second at plus 400, Rays at plus 450, and then Boston at plus 2,000, and the O's at plus 6,000. You want to put $5 on the O's to win the division? That might not be a bad bet you know, for how much you could win <laughs> off of that. But I think it's the Yankees to lose. Uh, they're just too good. I think the Rays, who were their only competition last year, got a lot worse. And I think it's going to take them some time to adjust to missing Blake Snell and Charlie Morton in their starting lineup. And pitching is what really won them games last season in the regular season. And so you get really weak in your starting pitching. So I, I think the Rays are down. And I think the Blue Jays are about one to two years, you know, despite the offseason additions, I think – with their young talent, I think they're going to compete for a wild card spot. I just think the Yankees starting pitching with the uh, – someone put it really, really low risk, high reward pitching options of, uh, you know, a Corey Kluber and obviously having Garrett Cole as your ace I think is going to carry them into winning the AL East. Yeah, the pitching, like you said, should be very good for the Yankees. Garrett Cole, obviously one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. They brought in Corey Kluber. They brought in Jamison Tyon, so a couple of good guys there. If Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton stay healthy, which, of course, we know that's a big if, but if they do stay healthy, the Yankees are unstoppable because those two guys are just so good in the outfield and at the plate. And, I mean, the, the starting pitching is phenomenal for the Yankees. There, there are barely any weaknesses on this Yankees team. So I think you're right. It is their division to lose. I'm picking them as my division winners. But the Blue Jays are a very, very close second. They have had a couple of injuries so far. Early on, you know, this season hasn't even started yet, and they've had a couple of injuries already. So, little worried about the Blue Jays, but I think if they can stay healthy, they're a close second place in the AL East, but the Yankees will win this division. Yeah, moving to each individual team, uh, obviously we're going to give you the win totals here, starting with the Baltimore Orioles. 64.5 wins at minus 110. Uh, if you want to put down a bet, plus 10,000 to make the playoffs. So, how about that for you? Matt, uh, Fangraphs has them as a 67 and 95 ball club obviously uh the o's are the o's the clear worst team in this division maybe the worst team in the american league do you think they reach 65 games yeah i'll, I'll take the over on that you, know, you said Fangraphs has them at 67 uh i trust Fangraphs on some things uh and i think that they can win more than 65 games but not too many more not 70 somewhere between 65 and 70 games I, I don't see them winning Benny in the division, and so I think that's going to bring him down a little bit. And so, and obviously, they're not going to beat the Yankees because for some reason the Yankees just own the Orioles over the last couple of years. Um, 
I'm going to take the under. I think they are going to struggle a little bit, and I think they're going to go into – I don't want to say tank mode towards the end of the season, but I think in this kind of season with some protocols still in place, it's it's going to be even more of a struggle when you struggle off the bat. So I will take the under in that one. Moving to, I think, the most unknown team in the division because of what they did and then obviously bringing Alex Correa back as the Boston Red Sox. 80 and a half is the number. Uh, interesting. Vegas has plus, it, it seems like a lot of money's coming on the under here. Uh, over plus at, uh, even, at even odds with under minus 120 to make the playoffs plus 275 and no minus 375. Fangrass has them actually as an 86 and 76 team. And so uh, finishing third in the division behind the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Uh, what do you expect from the Red Sox this season? I think you're right. They are a really unknown team. There's, they, I think it could go either way. There's a lot of questions surrounding this team. They do have a lot of talent, but of course, you know, they're they're star talented outfielders, the 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 bees, Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr. and um, Benintendi. They're all gone now, so you don't really know what to expect from this Red Sox team. Would you would you say the the over under was set at? Right at eighty and a half. So they, this is a. Vegas sees them as a 500 ball club, basically, 81 and 81. Yeah, I'll take the over on that because I think they're a little better than that. But again, not too much, not too much better. Not a, not going to win a whole lot more games than 80, 81 games. So I'll will take the over, but again, it's pretty close. Yeah, I'm also going to fade the public here and take the over. I just like the even odds at at the over and getting to 82 games as a, as a victory. So uh, give me the over with Boston. Um, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll sniff it, but I could see them as an 82-83 win team and maybe in contention late, but not just fade it towards the end of the season. Moving to the heavy favorite in the division and probably in the favorite in the American League, the New York Yankees. Actually, 95.5 is the number. Second biggest, uh, I think second biggest number behind uh, the Dodgers, which is at 102. So, uh, I, I mean, I see this as a 100-win ball club. Fangrass has them right at 95 wins, 95 and 67. Um, this team can win 100 games pretty easily. I think they'll get there. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to feel very comfortable with it. Yeah, I would take the over on that one too. I think that the Yankees are just – like I said, there, there's hardly any weaknesses in this team. And if they can get Judge and Stanton to stay healthy for the majority of the season – they're going to be pretty much unstoppable. So I'll take the over on the Yankees as well. Moving on. So oddly enough, both Tampa and Toronto are both at 86 and a half. So we'll pair them together. Um, little uh, Tampa Bay is um, actually plus 110 to make the playoffs compared to Toronto, which is minus 115. So they're roughly, they think they're about the same in Vegas. Let's put it that way. So both at 86 and a half. And I actually agree on both of them. And this might not work out because of math, but I don't care. I think both go under. Um, I think Tampa's just lost a lot of pitching, and I think they're going to just not be able to make up for that despite their low payroll. I think losing guys like Blake Snell and Charlie Morton are big holes. You're losing two premier pitchers in baseball, and you're not going to be an 87-win team that way. Like, it's just not going to happen. And I don't think they both don't make the playoffs. I think there's only going to be one team coming out of the East. We'll get to uh, what you think your wildcard teams are as we go on. But I'm going to take the under on both of them, and I don't think either of them make the playoffs. I'm going to take the over on the Blue Jays and the under 
on the Rays. I think the Blue Jays are about 87, 88, maybe 89 wins. And the Rays, like you said earlier, they just they haven't really gotten any better this offseason. And they've actually probably gotten a little worse with losing some of their key pitchers in Charlie Morton and Blake Snell. So I think the Rays take a step back this year. And I take the under on them, maybe 84, 85 wins. But the Blue Jays, I'm taking the over. I think that they're going to be a very good team this year. Second place in the AL East could be a wild card team, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll get to that as we go through this. So do you actually have the Blue Jays as one of your wild card teams? Yeah, I do. I think that the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs this year. They'll be the wild card uh, second place in the AL East, and they will be, I think, the second wild card team. We'll get to the uh, the first wild card team later on. Moving to, uh, I think, maybe the division with the most questions. I, I kind of mentioned that with the AL East. A lot of these have a lot of questions towards the top part of the division. And we just don't know. I think the AL is such more wide open than the National League. You kind of know who's going to win each division. I feel a little comfortable winning each division, mostly in the NL. Well, as for the AL, you have obviously in the AL West, Houston at plus 130, uh, the Oakland A's at plus 150, Angels at plus 375. I like that value there as a value play because, you know, getting value behind Mike Trout is always good. And then obviously the Mariners and the Rangers far behind so moving with the first team will be the houston Astros. obviously losing one of their better players in george springer to the blue jays is not ideal but they still have you know an interesting situation with carlos correa as the season goes on what do they do with him are they going to be able to pay him that that i think is going to affect the team and you know i think this is the the first season with this team in front of fans which will be interesting to see since the cheating scandal and it definitely affected them during the regular season last year. Is it kind of moved? Do people moved on by now, or and and you know not having a season in front of fans kind of helped that? But right now, uh, eighty-seven and a half. The over is at minus fourteen. A little more value with the under at minus one hundred five. Uh, Fangraphs has them as a eighty-eight and seventy-four win team. I'm gonna take the under. I do not. I don't know. I just. I have this feeling that Houston's going to have a down year this year. Obviously, they had a really not a great regular season last year. They snuck into the playoffs but made a run to the World Series. But I am – or to the ALCS, excuse me. I'm going to take the under here. I, I just I, – there's got to be a team that you don't expect to win that much, and I'm going to take Houston. Yeah, I think I'll take the under too. I, I, I don't think the Astros are going to be that good this year. Like you said, they lost George Springer – the pitching is just not there, which is not what we expect from the Astros teams of the past couple of seasons, but the pitching is not there this year. I mean, Justin Verlander, probably not going to play this season. If he does, it's not going to be a lot, and it's going to be later in the season. You got Zach Greinke, who is, I mean, he's still a good pitcher, but he's getting old, and so I don't know what you can really expect from him this year. Jordan Alvarez, who is the 2019 Rookie of the Year, he's had injury issues, so you don't know how much you're going to get out of him this season. The pitching is not there for the Astros this year. And I just don't think that they're going to be able to compete really in this American League West. I don't think that they're going to win that many games. Yeah, I completely agree. They have plus 100 not to make the playoffs. I don't think they do. I honestly don't think they do. I will take that bet. I I don't think they make the playoffs. So I I don't even have them winning division. Um, I I probably have Oakland winning the division, and uh, we'll get to them in a second. But moving on to uh, another team, team I think that got slightly better at least they they should be with with health at least getting Anthony Radone back for a majority of the year the Los Angeles Angels 83 and a half 
plus 160 to make the playoffs. And I'm taking both the over and them to make the playoffs as my second wildcard team. You know what? I'm riding it. I'm, I'm doing it again. Last year, I picked them to win division. They finished last. <laughs> I, uh, I, I will, uh, you know, Mike Trout, I trust. All right? So give me, I think they get the over. I think this is an 85-win ball club, and I think that is enough to get the second wildcard spot. You said the, the win total set at 83 and a half? 83 and a half, Matthew. All right, Fangraphs has him at 84, second place in the division. I don't know about second place, but I can see 84, 85 wins. I would take the over for Los Angeles this season. I, I think that, you know, Mike Trout obviously is the greatest player of his generation, probably the greatest of all time when it's all said and done. You got Anthony Rendon, who's one of the top third basemen. You have Shohei Otani, who, again, is a pitcher, pitcher who you wonder about the injury issues, if he'll be able to deliver on the mound we know he can deliver at the plate so if he can stay healthy and be a great pitcher all season for the angels i think they are a a very good team this year maybe just come just short of the playoffs but 85 wins for the angels do you have houston in the playoffs or you said no no, i I don't think houston will make the playoffs so houston and you don't think the angels will make it as well but you're taking the over Awesome. So we agree on that one. We've uh, disagreed a little more on this one, though. Moving to it, I think we're going to agree on this one. I I have the A's winning this division. I think I like their value at plus 150 over Houston. Um, I like the Angels' value more from a betting point of view to win the division, but I'll take Houston to win the division. I mean, I'll take Oakland to win the division. This is a team of consistency, and so I'll take the over of 87.5. I think they hit the 90 win mark. And uh, as for Fangraphs, they don't actually believe in the A's, 83 and 79. So uh, pretty interesting. I'm going against, I guess, some data here. Uh, I'll take the over of 87 and a half. I think they get to 90 wins. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I also have the A's as my division winner in the AL West. And I'm looking at Fangraphs. They have met 83 and 79. Like you said, Pakoda, the, the projections system from baseball prospectus, they also have Oakland at 83 and 79 this year. I really think they're a better team than that. I think they're going to win this division. You know, they lost a couple of key players in Liam Hendricks and Marcus Simeon, but they also brought in a couple of key players. They traded for Elvis Andrews from Texas. They signed Trevor Rosenthal to replace Liam Hendricks in the bullpen. He's also a top-tier reliever. They also signed Jed Lowry, Mitch Moreland, Sergio Romo. Not a lot of big-name guys, but a lot of guys that provide depth and can really help out when you need it. So I think that the A's have kind of reloaded it a little bit. They have the depth there, and that's what you really need once you get into these division races and into the postseason. And I think the A's are going to win the AL West this year, and I'm taking the over on their win total. Look at that. We agree again. I think we're going to agree maybe throughout. Seattle Mariners, 72.5 is their number, uh, plus 1,000 to make the playoffs if you want to ride that. I I don't. I don't think this is a good ball club. I think this is barely a 70-win team. So I'm going to take the under in this one. Uh, Matt, what do you think? I know it's a low number. Fangrass has them at 73, uh, but I, uh, I'm about, we're about to get to Texas, and I feel like you have to uh, pick one and pick the opposite for the other. And so Texas's number is a little lower. So uh, I, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Rangers in a second because they're both really bad. I'm going to take the over on the Mariners. I don't think they're going to be great. I don't even think they're going to be good. But they're, what was it, 72 and a half? Yeah, so you think yeah, they'll get the 73 gonna, yeah. wins? 73, 74, 75, somewhere around there. Fangraves has them at 73 and 89, so right on that number. Yeah. Um, Or, se- excuse me, 74 and 88, so two over. While the Rangers are actually hitting the over at 70 
and 92. Their their win total is 62 and a half. You think they have a dream season plus 6600 to uh, make the playoffs. So if you want to put five again, five dollars down on some of these, you never know what will happen. Uh, I have the over in this one, and it's mainly just to, to balance out the Seattle Mariners, one I went under with, because I think what's going to happen is since they play each other a lot, being division, they'll balance the one team, if whoever, I think the Rangers win more games against the Mariners, and the Mariners beat the Rangers, and so that's kind of what I think. You know, I'll still take the over on the Rangers, but not by a whole lot, maybe by like a game or two. You think they'll get to 69? Yeah, I mean, that's such a low number. I think that they'll get there. But, yes, I, I think that they will. You said 62 was, was the win total, right? 67. Oh, 60, oh, 67. Oh, oh. And a half. 67 oh. and a half. All right, maybe I will take the under on that. Then. So do you think they'll yeah. get to 68 wins? No, I think, the, I think 65, 66. I'll take the under on that. I got I to gotta work on my listening skills. But, yeah, taking the under on Texas. Moving on to our final division. So Matt and I probably are going to have uh, two teams make the playoffs in this one since we've already said that uh, for Matt, he has the Blue Jays as one of his wildcard teams. For me, it's the Angels. Uh, we agree on both uh, division winners so far in being the Yankees and the A's. Now moving to AL Central, the White Sox, the heavy favorite, minus 125. Twins at plus 150. Indians a long shot at plus 750. And the Royals down at four thousand, and Lonely Tigers at plus sixty-six thousand. Matt, who do you got winning it all? And I would assume it's the first team we'll talk about: the Chicago White Sox, who are their numbers at ninety and a half. Yep, there you go. I got this. I got the White Sox winning the division. I picked them last year to win the division. They didn't. They came short, but they still made it to the postseason, and they were a very good team. I think they surprised a lot of people, and they have only gotten better this offseason. They brought in Tony La Russa as their manager, which regardless of what you think about him, he's a winner. He's won multiple World Series titles as a manager, so it's a great addition in my opinion. They are going to be hurt by Eloy Jimenez's injury. He'll be out five to six months, but they still have great talent, and they have depth. They have a phenomenal rotation. They brought in Lance Lynn over the offseason, so now their rotation includes Lucas Giolito, who a lot of people think is going to win the Cy Young this year, Lance Lynn, Dallas Keuchel, who won a Cy Young a couple of seasons ago. They signed Liam Hendricks to be their closer, who is the best closer in Major League Baseball right now. They brought Adam Eaton back after he spent a couple of years with the Nationals, won a World Series there. Now he's back in Chicago with the White Sox. This team is so good and so fun to watch. They are going to win the American League Central, and they could win the entire American League. Interesting. So you have them over 90 and a half, so you think this is a 91-win ball club? Yep, I absolutely do. So I think you mentioned the injury, and I think they. I'm going with the under. I think this is going to be an 87 to 88-win ball club. I think they have a clear-cut first wild-card team. I think the Minnesota – I. I'm relying on the Minnesota Twins to win this division again. I it's it's uh I want to see the White Sox close the season out like they should have done last year, which they didn't. So I will go the slight under. I do think they make the playoffs. I think they're my second wild card team with the Angels. Um, and I'm figuring you might do the opposite once we get to Minnesota, but I'll take Minnesota and their value is a little better for me at plus 150. I want to try to you know win some money here if I'm looking from a betting perspective. Moving to a team that I think. I don't know. It's a team that got rid of their best player in the offseason. It's a lot of these teams, but I, uh, the Cleveland Indians, 81.5 is their number. So this is, again, just above a 500-ball club. No Francisco Lindor. Obviously, um, 
that is a big hole in their lineup, and I think it affects them. I don't see it. I don't see anything from the Cleveland Indians this year. Um, I'm taking the under. I, I think this is an under 500 ball club. Yeah, this is going to be a strange season for Indians fans. I mean, they've been one of the top teams for the past half a decade, and now we don't really know what to expect from them, and I don't think it's going to be very good because, like you said, they did trade away their best player, Francisco Lindor. They've still got some good players there, but I just don't think they're as complete of a team, and I would take the under on them also. I don't expect a whole lot out of Cleveland this year. Yeah, so you're taking the under as well. So Matt and I uh, disagree on the White Sox, agree on the Indians. Moving to... Uh, next, the two worst teams in the division, the Tigers, 69 and a half, uh, plus a thousand to make the playoffs, Matt. So if you want to, you know, put, put the Tigers on there, uh, they actually, according to Fangraphs, 71 and 91. So slightly on the over and you know what? I'll say they get to 70 wins. I'll take the over just for fun here. And I read that wrong. The Tigers are plus 5,000 to make the playoffs. I was looking at the Royals. (laughs) So, but 69 and a half. What do you I'll got? take the under on there. I don't think the Tigers are going to be good at all. I really don't expect anything out of the Tigers this year. So I'll take the under. All right, moving to uh, the Kansas City Royals, you know, uh, a team that uh, I was sort of local to last season. Unfortunately, I was not able to go to a game due to a pandemic, which I wish I had been able to go to a Royals game. Got to see Kaufman, you know, past Kaufman Stadium. So shout out to that. The Royals made a couple moves in the offseason, which I liked, but – 74 and a half is their number, and I just don't see it in division with a couple teams that I think can beat them up. And so I, I'm going to take the under. I think they're, they'll be slightly better than the Tigers, but I, just to balance out my Tigers pick, uh, also to get some value here at even odds for the under, I'm going to take the Tigers with the under. What did you say it was set at? 74 and a half, so 75 wins. I'll take the over for the Royals. I think that... They're actually a team that could surprise some people. Now, I don't think they're going to make the postseason. I don't think they'll really come close. But I think they're going to be better than people are expecting. I mean, they've they've made some key additions this offseason. They brought in some good players. I think the Royals could be a sleeper team, and I'll take the over on them. So Matt takes the over. Trey takes the under, as I refer to myself in third person there. Moving on to the team that I think will win the division, the Minnesota Twins. Power, power, power. I think if you're the Twins, you avoid you win the division. You avoid the Yankees in the first round because I think the Yankees will be the number one seed in the American League. 88.5 minus 110 is the number. I think they get over that. I think this is a 90-win team, 90-plus win team this year, and they easily they win the division. All right. I think that's a popular pick, but obviously I disagree with it with uh, my pick for the White Sox to win the division. Um, man, I really do need to work on my listening skills. What was, what's their win total set at? 88 and a half. 88 so and 89 a half. would be the over. I will take the over on them, and I do think they'll make the postseason. They're my second wildcard team, but they're still going to be behind the White Sox. The White Sox are winning this division. Well, look at that. So we disagree in only but one division and a different wildcard team. I have the Angels in the White Sox. You have the Blue Jays and the Twins. We think ever, all but... We did differ on one team not making the playoffs this year. So moving to that, before we get to our, 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 our player prop for the day, we got two picks for you. All right. So we both have the Dodgers coming out of the National League. 
the favorite in the American League at plus 220 is the New York Yankees. White Sox, the second favorite at plus 400. The, the Twins at plus 800. And then everyone else at at least plus 1,000. Matt Atkins, your American League winner is who? The Chicago White Sox. They're going to win it all. I believe in them. The American League, that is. Not, not the World yeah. Series. But they're going to win the American League. I believe in them. They're a very good team. Very talented, very deep team. I believe in them. I think this is a make or break year for Aaron Boone and the New York Yankees. I think Boone's Aaron Booney's on the hot seat if they don't produce at least the World Series. It's been the longest period basically in franchise history without going to a World Series. And I think this is the year they stay healthy. Uh, I know this is a little homer pick, but I'm going to go with the safe pick here and pick the Yankees to win the division and face the Dodgers in the World Series. As for our World Series winner, um, plus 350 is the Dodgers, plus 550 is the Yankees. Um, I might put a, a flyer on the Braves at plus 1,000 just to, you know, to see how it goes, you know, because I think they can get there and win it. Um, but I have Dodgers, Yankees. You have Dodgers, White Sox. Matt, give me how how you think it's going to happen. I I really don't like this pick because it's boring. It's the it's the favorite, and I feel like you know you you go with this every year. Every year a team wins the World Series, and the next season you're like, oh yeah, they're going to repeat. They're so good. They're going to repeat. But I really don't see how you can pick against the Dodgers. They 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 really could be one of the best teams of all time at the end of this season, and that. There's just no way I can justify picking against them in the World Series. So I'm going with the Dodgers as my 2021 World Series champions. I don't like it, but that's what I'm going with. That's a good pick. I mean, they've you think about how much talent they had, and they've upgraded it to you know adding Trevor Bauer. But you know, screw it. I'm going with the Homer pick. <laughs> Hit the music. Oh, gosh. The New York Yankees. It's hard to pick. It's, it's hard to pick the back-to-back. I if it, Would I be shocked if the Dodgers dominate this season and go back-to-back? Absolutely not. And, you know, if you ask me in a couple months, I'd probably pick the Dodgers to win. I just, you know, I think if there's a team matched up for them, it's the Yankees. They can hit power for power, and they have the starting pitching if – they're low risk, high rewards hit. So you have, you know, if you can you can match with a guy like if Kluber can pitch anywhere near Cy Young year, you have and you have Luis Severino and Garrett Cole. You have three guys that can go against three guys in the Dodgers. Yeah. And they have the lineup. They I think it's the only team in baseball that has the lineup to match with the Dodgers. The Padres maybe, if they if they can play well. So I'm going to go with the Yankees, and I, I like their value plus you know 550 a little more. So I think the Yankees get it done. Um, shout out to F- Frank Sinatra for letting us play a little bit of his music. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get copyright infringement. But uh, you have the Dodgers. I have the Yankees. I know I'm going with the homer pick, but I don't care. I uh, I think this is their year. I just I really don't want to pick the back-to-back team, and so I'm picking the Yankees to win it all and get ring number 28. But one more fun bet. Uh, most wins by a pitcher. So last week we did home runs. I think I went with Judge, and you went with uh, – who would you go with? Uh, I went with Ronald Acuna Jr., my guy. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So uh, most wins this year. So that's going to be uh, obviously a interesting kind of you know deal. Garrett Cole, the favorite, 
for most wins at plus uh, 1,200. This is actually interesting. Tie with DeGrom and Shane Beamer. Trevor Bauer plus 1,400. Um, there's some interesting uh, names on here. But uh, you know what I'm going to take is actually uh, I think you're going to pick a Yankee or a Dodger. And I like the value in Walker Bueller at plus 1,600. So give me Walker Bueller as that ace for the Dodgers to get the most wins this year. And, hey, he might win the NL Cy Young. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'm going to go with another Dodger. I'm going to go with Trevor Bauer, the reigning Cy Young winner, the number three in that Dodgers rotation. And, I mean, you got to go with someone on a team that's going to win. I wanted to pick Shane Bieber, but I don't think the Indians are going to be that good this year, so he's not going to get a whole lot of chances to pick up a win. So I'm going with Trevor Bauer because the Dodgers are going to win so many games. He's one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, the reigning Cy Young winner. I think he'll lead the league in wins. Well, there you have it, folks. So that's our uh, complete American League uh, preview. We'll probably review these as we get to the middle of the season and kind of you know decide if we want to stay with it or change. change, And then, obviously, we'll look back at the end of the year and see Real how quick, we did. Real quick, Trey. Rapid fire, MVPs and Cy Youngs. Ah, yes. So uh, I think for the NL, I'll go with Mookie Betts. And I'll go with I'll go with Walker Bueller. Screw it. And then for the American League, um, when in doubt, Go with Mike Trout, <laughs> and I'll take Garrett Cole. So I, I'm going a little shock here, but so Cole Trout, and then all Dodgers on the other side. Uh, who you got, Matt? I'm going to guess Ronald Cunha Jr. as your MVP. <laughs> Charlie Borton's your Ameri- is your NL Cy Young. No, 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 no. I'm going with Trevor Bauer's going to repeat as Cy Young, and Woo! Fernando Tatis Jr. will win the MVP Woo! this year. He will play a full complete season. And he will be the MVP. And on the American League side, you can't go wrong with Mike Trout. And I'm going to go with Lucas Giolito. I'm riding the wave. I'm going with the the bandwagon pick. Lucas Giolito will win the Cy Young for the Chicago White Sox this year. Should be fun. Um, have you placed any bets yet? Have you placed any actual no, bets I'm not. on the season? No, I'm not for the baseball season. No, I did I'm some not. this morning. I placed a 16 parlay on all my division winners. A $10 bet would win $444. And That's you know, I picked I picked my all all my division winners: the Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers, Yankees, White Sox, and A's. So, hopefully, Could that be. one will win. I also bet on Ronald Acuna Jr. to lead the league in both home runs and stolen bases. Look at that, Matt's Matt's dropping dollar dollar bill, Joel. Well, <laughs> um, we'll just put it this way: uh, I am recovering after UCLA decided to uh, go to the Final yeah. Four, and I bet against them three times in the tournament. So. Yikes. Let's just, uh, I'm not, you know, you, you put small bets and we remind yeah. everyone to yeah. bet responsibly, but still <laughs> it was, uh, it was a rough stretch last night for, for your boy. So thank you so much for listening to the foul ball area podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear your predictions for this season. Uh, tweet us at Trey Lyle at Mackins 21 at foul ball area on all social media platforms. Love to hear from you. Uh, make sure you rate and review wherever you get the podcast. We'd love to get our feedback from you. Thank you so much for listening. How about you send us a picture? Hashtag foul ball area opening day uh, where you're watching opening day because we'll, I'll be at work trying to watch games on my computer. Matt will luckily have a day off from work somehow, even though he works for the MLB Network. A day, okay. Radio. I mean, the, I got the day off. I have to work the night. I have to work the post-game show. Okay. So I'm not that lucky. So, so, but he'll he'll be at home in uh, good old Richmond, Virginia while I'll be at work. Well, opening day happens, so uh, let us know how you're you're enjoying opening day, and thank you so much for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. For Matt Atkins, I'm Trey Lyle. Have a great opening day, folks.
Enjoy the baseball. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.